Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Define University podcast, a space designed for educators to ignite your passion, transform your mindset, and learn to love who you are in the process. My name is Lindsay Titus, and I am here to share simple yet strategic steps each week with you to build your momentum into creating a life full of purpose and passion. The time is now. Let's dive on in to today's episode. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Define University podcast. This week's episode is actually taken from a mini training I recently did in the Define University Facebook group. I felt called one day to hop on and share a little bit of insight about how we can re-energize from the reflections that we are having. As I know, reflection is a common word that so many people are thinking about right now and, in all honesty, hopefully taking action on. Um, but what can often happen when we take that action or when we stay in reflective mode, we can easily get exhausted and we can get overwhelmed, which I know from experience is where I tend to put the brakes on and hold myself back from really launching forward with the momentum that I have built. So what I have decided to do for you today, in case you have not caught that training yet, is to provide that content right here for you on the podcast platform. So without further ado, I am going to lead you right into the mini training all about how to re-energize from your reflections. Enjoy. All right, so I, I have had this, this thought in my head, on my heart over the past few days as reflection has really been really the name of the game uh, over, the last, over the last week, two weeks. And I wanted to share some insight because I am hearing from so many of you how, how heavy, how impactful, how meaningful that the reflections you're having are and that is amazing. That is absolutely, that is groundbreaking. Those are our breakthroughs. And that is so our starting point. But what I want to, what I want to encourage you today, what I want to hopefully, hopefully have you understand is it's really important to not let our reflections suck our energy. Um, it, they can be so powerful. They can be so, so just mind consuming. You're unpacking, you're learning more about yourself through reflection than maybe you have in a really long time. And that is amazing. That is, do not lose sight of that because that is huge. That is part of who you are, right? Who we are is built upon all these beliefs and bias and, and thoughts that we have. And it is so crucial. The only way to really break those down and really break down what we're really doing is we're breaking them down in us so our true authentic self can shine as bright as ever but what can happen when we are doing that unpacking when we're doing that reflection it can feel overwhelming it can feel exhausting because we're doing something we've never done before we're using energy we're using resources internally that we might not have even known that was there that was in us the whole time and so I think it's really important. And what I want to share with you today are three ways that I am re-energizing myself from my reflection. Because if we let our reflections bring us down, then the purpose behind them is lost. When I keep the purpose to my reflection at the front and center of because this reflection is going to allow me to grow and expand and understand who I am in a different light, in a clearer light, so that I can then shine the light for others, that's powerful. But it's also done with intention and purpose behind it. And so I wanna start real quick by really talking about 
What is reflection? So I just went and looked it up because that is typically, anytime I do these kind of lives, anytime I do these kind of trainings, then you can almost guarantee there is an open tab on my computer for the definition of the word that I'm talking about today. Why? Because I think if we don't have an understanding as to what we're talking about, we're all gonna have different definitions. And if we are not talking about something that has the same definition as you do or I do, then naturally, we're gonna have different opinions. We're gonna have different understandings. I see that happen in the classroom so often. The teacher and the student or the teacher and the parent have different definitions of what success looks like. And so of course we don't see things eye to eye or have that same understanding because we're not coming from the same point. So it's why it's really important, I think, that we're, we're all entitled to have our own definitions. That's, I mean, my companies define you, right? That's what I'm all about. But when you're having a, when you're having a teaching moment, when you're doing a training, when you're, when you're sharing your insight, make sure that your audience understands where your insight is coming from. And so for me, when I'm talking about reflection, I'm talking about that it's, it's, it's a thought. It's a consideration. So then I went and looked up consideration. Well, a consideration just means I'm taking things into account. So I'm thinking about things that are happening. I'm thinking about them. I'm considering them. But considering does not mean definitive action. Considering means it stays a thought. And we know that thoughts are powerful. They absolutely are. Everything we have at some point in time started with a thought. But if we keep it at a thought, it stays a thought. So while they are powerful, I want to remind you that it's the action we take that is transformational. The action we take is what transforms us into the best version that we are today. And that best version is going to lead me into tomorrow and it's gonna lead me into the day after that. And so reflection is our starting point. It is not our final destination. But we have to start with reflection because we have to know what I'm thinking in order to know what I'm acting. We talked about this last night with my educators in Ignite Your Legacy, because in order to know where I stand on a situation, on an issue, I have to know where I stand. That doesn't mean I close myself off to other opinions. It means I expand out to hear other people, other people's perspective, other people's points of view, so that my lens continues to widen. And my lens, my windshield, continues to broaden so that I'm able to understand it, but I understand it by listening to their words and then understanding how and how, what I believe and how that links to or how it can help me change. And so when we do this, you, you I mean, I'm five minutes in and already it's like, well, how, how don't I get overwhelmed from all of this, right? Especially if this is a practice you have not done consistently. I would say now that over the last two years, reflection is something I do without always being consciously aware I'm doing it because it's become, it's become habitual for me. It's become a habit. But if you are just starting out or if you are starting to unpack and reflect and consider things that you have never done before, having to do with race, racism, justice, then it's going to be overwhelming and it's going to be uncomfortable. But don't let that stop you. You're strong. You've done, I guarantee you've done something in your past that made you uncomfortable and you're here today because you did that. Use that power. Use the power that got you from point A to point B even when you had no idea how you were going to do it. I guarantee you reflected in that moment um, or you reflected at some point in time. You did it then, you can do it now. But let's talk about how do we re-energize from these reflections that we've been having.
Because if I don't have energy, if I don't, if I, if my cup is not full, if I don't have energy to wake up every morning and speak my truth authentically and empower others to do the same and create a community that is safe and, and valued, then, I, then I've missed the mark. So my energy is essential. My energy does get prioritized because when my energy is top, is at the top, then I can help and I can keep going. So when we talk about re-energizing from reflection, the first thing I want you to make sure or, or think about is when you are reflecting, are you reflecting on only the things that aren't going well? Are you reflecting on the things that you need to immediately change? Are you reflecting on the things that you haven't done yet? Or are you also reflecting on what stays? Are you also reflecting on what is going well, what you do well, where your strengths are? Nowhere in the definition of reflection does it say a one, a one lens of negativity. Yet so quickly, it can become attached to that type of language. I'm reflecting on what I haven't done. I'm reflecting on what I didn't do. And that's going to suck your energy dry. Because if you start looking for everything you can't do or have not done, you will continue to find things you have not done or cannot do. When you keep your, your lens open to areas of growth and areas of strength, you will find both. So when you are reflecting, make sure, and I say do this first, reflect on areas of strength. Reflect on what stays, what you have done well. And then add in the growth. But make sure we are not falling into the mindset that reflection is a negative practice or reflection is to only identify things I have not done. Number two is don't let reflection become another form of procrastination. What do I mean by that? I mean that, again, reflection is based on thought. Reflection is based on what I am thinking, what I am considering. And I can think all day long. I can think for weeks. I can think for months. Probably know where I'm going with this. Again, thoughts are powerful. Action is transformational. If I am not taking action, then I am not seeking that change that I so, then the, that my thoughts are probably consumed with or consumed for. And so what can happen is we can, and again, not intentionally, but what happens the more we reflect, is we, that could lead us to procrastination, meaning I'm going to keep reflecting so that I'm not, so that it's delaying me taking action. Maybe that's because I'm trying to get it right. Maybe that's because I'm aiming for, for, for perfection. Maybe that's because I'm not sure what to do first. I recently started following someone on Instagram named Danielle, um, full name Danielle Koch, and she had, did an Instagram series, and one of her quotes it stuck with me immediately. And it has stuck with me over the last week. And that is, perfection is not a prerequisite for participation. And it's the same thing with reflection. Your reflections do not have to be perfect before you can take action on them. They're, they are never going to be perfect. You are already perfect as you are today. There is nothing you have to do to prove your worthiness for being a human being, for being an educator, for being whatever role you want to put into that fill-in-the-blank statement. You're already there. Having growth, wanting to grow, does not mean you're not exactly who you are meant to be today. And the moment I became aware of that, that's how things became easy. Living into this quote right here does not mean I am not a worthy human being today. I absolutely am, as all of us are. But it doesn't mean that I can't grow. 
But if we are letting our growth be something we are aiming for perfection, and then I'm holding myself back because of it, that's procrastination. So don't let your reflection become a form of procrastination because that's going to suck your energy too. You're going to keep doing, you're going to feel like you're on the hamster wheel because you're going to keep reflecting and reflecting and reflecting. And then you're either going to go one of two ways. You're going to keep reflecting because it is, it's keeping you in that safe zone. It's keeping you in that comfort zone. Or you're going to give up on reflecting because you're going to say, this isn't, this isn't getting me any results. Well, of course not. Because remember, it's not thoughts lead to results. It's our thoughts lead to our feelings, which lead to our actions, which leads to results. So make sure your reflection is not staying reflection. Otherwise, you're, you're going to be missing the big impact that you are on this planet to do. All right, the third piece, and this is, this is I guarantee going to be no surprise, as I've already mentioned it in the first two. It is take action. It is make it tangible. Again, if we stay in our heads, we stay in our heads. And we often get in our own way. One way I like to think of it is think, think to a time you've solved a math problem. Now, say it was a math problem that you didn't have paper, pencil, you didn't have anything nearby to solve it. How many of you, if you are like me, don't stay in your head, but you start writing numbers in the air? Right? You've taken, I'm going to do a really simple one, right? Say it's 200 plus 200, right? Put us back in our child days. <laughs> and, and maybe we, we can't remember the strategy to use. But don't, do, do you remember? If you're anything like me, you do. And if not, just go with me. Instead of keeping 200 in my head plus 200, I'm going to write it in the air. 200 plus 200. I've made it tangible. I've taken an action. Yeah, that's not a big monumental action. But nowhere is it written down that action has to be monumental. I actually believe that it's in the little moments that the most impact is made because it's what's relatable. It's what people can understand. I run into that a lot as a, as a BCBA. If I use terminology and, and, and ex explain things in a way that I'm using language and things that people don't understand, they're not going to take action. They're not going to change. But instead, when I can simplify it, when I can break it down into the simplest acts that lead to success and confidence, I'm going to see more of that, and our students do too. See, if as a student, if I know I can't solve that problem, I can't do that last step and get the answer as a teacher you're looking for, then I may not even start. But if I know what to do first, and I can take a tangible, actionable step, to increase my confidence because I was successful and then I can keep doing that every step of the way, you better believe that first step is going to be so much more powerful than not taking any step at all. I shared yesterday in my Instagram feed, some is better than none. And that's exactly what I'm talking about here. You aren't going to know what to do. There is no quote unquote right first step. If it's right, it's right for you. If you do it, it's right for you. There is no manual out there that I can go pick up and say, here is how to do X, Y, and Z. There might be, and actually even saying that, there, there is. I can go by how-to manuals, right? Is there only one manual, though? Think of the last time maybe you were scanning Amazon or you went to Barnes & Noble for a how-to book or, or anything like that. Is there just one? Absolutely not. There's entire bookshelves. There, there are thousands, millions. And if you don't want a book, you could do a podcast. If you don't want a podcast, you can read a blog or a blog post. If you don't want that, you can watch a webinar. Information is, is so around us every single day. 
And so don't get tripped up on the one, the only one way to do something. Because again, you're going to fall into that trap of procrastination. You're going to fall into that trap of what am I not doing, which are all going to suck your energy. And if our energy is depleted, we are not showing up in the best way that we know how, as we know how with what we currently have. So make it tangible. Have a plan. What is your plan? Put it in your calendar. Put it on your schedules. Put it in your to-do list or your brain dump. Make action. Uh, make action tangible. Make it happen. Plan for it to happen. So reflection, I said, is the starting point, and now we are going to take action. So there are three ways, hopefully simple, hopefully I was able to break them down for you, to really re-energize yourself from your reflections. Reflect on your positives and your growth opportunities. Don't let procrastination be, uh, or don't let reflection be procrastination. You are reflecting with the intention to have to, to impact by your growth. That's really it. So intention isn't enough. It's your starting point. But I, I do the reflection for what? To make change, all right? So don't let that become procrastination and then take action. Start simple, start small, add in some strategy. You guys build your momentum to live into, love into, trust into, and own into who you are today with the skill set that you have. There is nobody else on this earth that is you. That is your power. Your stories, who you are, they are your superpower. We've got to know them to own them. So reflection can help in that process, but don't let reflection become all of who you are. Take action the best way you know how. Take action small, simple, and strategic. Take action that aligns with who you are while remaining open to hearing and learning other people's experiences because that is how we grow into who we are as an educator, as a mom, as a partner, as a daughter, as a sister, as a friend, as a human being. All right, you guys, I so hope you found this helpful. Let me know what other training trainings you would love to hear. Let me know what resonated with you. And as always, feel free to connect, send me a message. Let's have a conversation. I am here for you. And in whatever way you need that to be to help, to help you unpack who you are. Because it's not about me telling you who to become. It's about you unpacking who you are so you can own who you are with confidence, with courage, and be open and resilient and, and dedicated to creating a life that you are proud to live every single day. When we talk about leaving your legacy, that is ongoing. And we do that through learning and leading. And the first person we lead is ourselves. So we start with us and then we branch out so start small, start simple, start strategic, start strategic, and let me know if you get stuck along the way. There we have it, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I cannot wait to start recording next week's episode, which is already number 25, which we know will be another round of Q&A. So if you have questions that you would love answered on the podcast, head on over to any of my social media accounts. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Let me know what questions you have, and I would be happy to answer them for you next week. If you are looking for more from the Define University, 
community platform, consider joining the monthly membership, Creative Connections, where you are not only provided content every single month, but also support and accountability so you yourself are taking action on those goals, on those visions that you have for yourself as an educator. Let's stop thinking about it and let's start taking action to making them attainable for you in your classroom or your role, whatever that might look like. And as always, if you are not yet a member, Come, come join me over in the Facebook group, Define University, join our crew and have an amazing time learning and sharing with others and truly living into becoming the educator that I know you can be and you've got to believe it too. So with that, everyone, have an amazing week ahead and as always, we will talk soon.